Hi, I'm Emily. Our new puppy probably won't be allowed in the Tesla ever. Welcome to the New Zealand All That Tesla podcast. Paul Cockerton is no stranger to the benefits of sentry mode. Within a few months of ownership, he was rear-ended by another driver. Whether it's insurance or humour, horror or drama, there's always a story that can be told. So, after much demand, Paul has stepped up to the mark and created a group where we can share some of those moments in a safe place. Alright, so welcome to the New Zealand All Bats Tesla podcast. It's Martin here and I've got a very special guest this week. Um, uh, Paul Cockerton, is it? Yes, that's me. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Paul, tell us a little bit uh, about where you live and what your background is. So we live in uh, West Harbour, which is uh, sort of northwest of Auckland, uh, or old school West Auckland, uh, really, as, as most people would know it. Uh, we've been in New Zealand as a family since about 2006, uh, so we've uh, very much settled in here, um, and yeah, love it. Awesome. And uh, so what career sort of area are you in, Paul? So I used to be in the Air Force. Uh, it was in the RAF for 17 and a bit years before coming to New Zealand and then joining the Royal New Zealand Air Force and, and did 15 plus years there. And I've just uh, changed jobs just before Christmas and uh, I now uh, am in the rail industry, which I'm learning uh very quickly, uh, there's lots to it, but it's uh, it's good. It's good. I enjoy it. Fantastic! What a what a fantastic uh, you know lifetime of career you've had. It's uh, quite a joy, I'm sure. Mm. Excellent. So, um, into Tesla. Um, what products do you own? We have a uh, Model Three Tesla Model Three uh, Stealth Performance, one of the the uh, early ones that came out uh, in September. 2019 uh, so that's our only um, Tesla product although uh, if I if money was no option I would have a solar roof with a Tesla battery uh, and uh, I'd have my name down on the Model Y as soon as that opened up but uh, we're, we're with the Model 3 at the moment and absolutely love it. It's fantastic and we'll, we'll get a little bit to it later but um, I vaguely recall seeing uh, your Model so Model 3 was um, uh, a bit damaged in the first few weeks, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Seven weeks in, um, we were... Oh, I was just driving down to work one evening and uh, was wet, uh, came to uh, a T-junction, giving way to a car coming from the right, and uh, a young uh, female um, drove into the back of us at a relatively low speed, but... Um, Either she got caught out by the conditions or she wasn't watching or something. Uh, who knows? But, um, yeah, I got hit in the back there. And um, amazing, really, that her car, which was a, an old Nissan something or other, um, crumpled uh, in good style like they did back in the 90s. And um, the Tesla really just looked like it was scuffed on the bumper, although when it was um, repaired, it had, a, had to have a whole full new bumper and everything else, which... Um, yeah, never mind. Seven weeks in, but she's good as gold now. That's great. Yeah, I, I do feel sorry for those um, <clears throat> those poor people, and I've uh, you hear a lot from them, and it's so sad. You know, good old Steve Withers with his one-way bridge, and um, you know uh, someone else who 
you, you sort of learn very quickly that you don't go up tight car parks and various things like that. So, no, all good. So what led up to the to the purchase, Paul? What was it that interested you about Tesla? Was it your first EV? No, it wasn't our first one. Um, so one of my jobs in the in the Air Force previously was I was a bit of a, an innovation champion in the role I was in. I was sort of looking at how we could push engineering further within the service, you know, what new technologies we could in, uh, we could use. And, and um, that led me to looking at um, oh, um, Tony, Tony, Tony Sieber, I think Tony Sieber's um, video on clean disruption. And uh, so I started watching that and he made a very compelling case for the convergence of electric vehicles uh, autonomy and um, uh, storage, energy storage, uh, which just really gripped me. Um, so obviously it was too early uh, for us to get right into that, but um, it got me looking at electric vehicles, uh, the benefits of them, uh, as well as the, the um, environmental benefits. And uh, so we bought a Nissan Leaf uh, 2014 Model X uh, Nissan Leaf. And, uh, and absolutely loved it. This was about 2017, I think. Loved it so much that we sold it and got a Tesla because um, it just got us into that way of thinking. And, and anyone that's listening to this will know that Nissan Leaf is a gateway drug to a uh, more powerful and newer EV. So uh, that was how we got into it. Uh, we've just got another Nissan Leaf, actually. My daughter um, turned 16 and she'd saved up for her first car, and we helped her halfway, and, and she bought herself the, the cheapest Nissan Leaf she could find to get her to school and back. So it's wonderful that um, her first car is an EV. Hey, uh, Paul, I'm glad to hear that I have a 15-year-old daughter who most definitely wants to uh, own an EV, but uh, yes, we're going to have to help her with that, I think. Um, as it happens, I've got a nice little 2012 Leaf there that maybe she can have if I can get myself something newer. Um, maybe the Y. <laughs> Yes, yes. All right, so um, since ownership, I mean, apart from that unfortunate uh, little event with the, um, the car behind you, what um, what sort of things have you found? Yeah, re- any regrets? No, none at all. The Tesla was a massive financial stretch for us. It's the, the most we've paid for a car by some considerable margin. Um, we've had new cars before, but, but nothing um, like this but no regrets whatsoever. And it's paying itself back, not only financially, but just the joy of driving it. Uh, the, the novelty, I suppose, wears off on us, but other people just can't understand that the car increases, uh, you know, after you've bought it in, in features and everything else, uh, just gets better and better. So those sorts of things are just wonderful. And after two and a half years, still look for any excuse to go for a drive. Any excuse whatsoever. I'll drive anyone anywhere because uh, I just still love it. So no regrets whatsoever. Do you find that you still use all the performance features that you paid all that extra for or do you sort of just drive it like a normal car now? No, don't use the performance features at all. Uh, should have bought the SR Plus? Absolutely. Um, but it is wonderful that it's there. Uh, when you want to use it uh, for um, for those occasions when you can. And um, certainly anyone we've taken out for rides, which we still do regularly, 
um, are literally blown away uh, by the, the smoothness and the performance of that acceleration. Uh, sometimes just knowing it's there is enough. Uh, and you can let, let the wannabes just drive past you with it and you can have a smile on your face. Um, so no, we don't, we don't use it at all, really. Uh, anyone that's got the standard range, uh, hats off to you. That was probably the wise choice. Fair enough, too. Um, challenges, anything that's sort of, you know, what would be one of the biggest challenges if you've gone for a journey and run out of charge anywhere, called the old tow truck, you're probably experienced with a Nissan Leaf, so you, know, you wouldn't make the same mistake in a Tesla. No, that's right. Uh, no challenges at all, actually. You know, reflecting on that, I've taken it down to Wellington. Uh, I used to um, work down there and, and commute backwards and forwards, which I usually did um, via Air New Zealand, of course, but drove down them uh, once or twice, stopped in Topor on the way. Um, yeah, no problems at all with it. Um, it's just awesome. We've had, uh, we had to maintain a, a vehicle with a tow bar, um, just for some stuff we used to do with a boat and things, but now that's gone. Uh, we don't even need that. So it's our main driver. Drive it everywhere. Park it well away from the supermarket, of course. You haven't felt a need to put a tow bar on the Model 3, have you? We did think about it uh, with all of the ones that are uh, going around now that you can get installed, um, but we don't need it at the moment. There might come a time when we do it. Um, but then again... You know, we might have another vehicle. So if we did get a Model Y, we'd probably put a tow bar on that rather than the Model 3. Good on you. And uh, as far as trips go, I mean, you've mentioned the, the occasional commute from Auckland to Wellington. Um, it can be done. Um, uh, <laughs> what's the, um, what sort of other trips have you enjoyed in, it that, uh, in the time you've had it? Well, COVID has put a bit of a stopper on, on too many trips up and down. My uh, eldest daughter lives in Hamilton, so we've been down to there and back, which is a simple trip down. You don't have to worry about range at all there, of course. Uh, in fact, we could probably get there and back without charging. Um, my wife took it over to the Coromandel on a, on a uh, end-of-season sports trip with her and the rest of her team, uh, loaded it up with two of her friends and all of their stuff and, and drove all the way over there and just trickle charged it at the batch while they were there. So absolutely no problems at all. Uh, once we get out of this um, situation, we'll be, we'll be uh, going further and wider, that's for sure. Oh, we went to uh, Rotorua as soon as we bought it, actually. That was, that was great. Um, getting out of Auckland on a holiday weekend, getting stuck in some traffic and just had it on autopilot um, and just took all of the stress out of that drive uh, down there. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, until you're stuck in that traffic and can just turn it on, let it do any lane changes allowed. It's uh, it's pretty good to have it. So no, that's great. Now look, hey, the the one the main reason I've got in touch with you today, Paul, is because you've started up a group that's probably been on many people's minds for a while, but no one's got the gumption to go and do it you have tell us about this group yes so uh, we posted um, some uh, dash cam footage just recently and uh, it prompted a few comments about oh we should we should have a dash cam century mode event page and uh, of course nobody took the bait on that apart from me so uh, I thought well why not um, we get one going and uh, we can have some, some fun on there, private groups, so 
Uh, you don't have to worry too much about um, you know blurring out number plates or anything else. You can't share out of it. Uh, so yeah, that's all we've done. Uh, got myself some some excellent uh, admin assistant from uh, Diane and Buzz, who are well known in the in the Tesla community, and uh, the three of us will just keep it flowing. Uh, but yeah, it's it's going to be good. There's already a few uh, a few things up on there. Um, just a little bit of fun. I don't think we'll get quite as excited as some of the more professional um, pages that are out there and on YouTube and everything else. But uh, yeah, it's a, a place to post some um, some fun videos. Excellent. So so far, I've seen um, you know there's the, the good fair share of um, bad drivers. Uh, it was uh, one I saw this morning. I think it was someone um, got spotted by the Century Cam while it was parked, and uh, I think they called it Flea. And I tell you what, I've never seen two kids run so fast. I, I don't actually know why. Were, did it look like? Have you seen that one? Are they, were they trying to break into the car? Or? No, I don't think they were trying to break into it. But uh, the headlights uh, went off when obviously the um, uh, they were around the vehicle, and that obviously gave them a scare. So they were they were probably up to no good, but they didn't look like they were up to serious no good. That's right. Oh, they certainly ran fast. I was uh, I was yeah, quite impressed by that. Um, you know, what sort of, what's your favourite video that's up there at the moment? Well, I don't know if there's a favourite one up there at the moment because there's only three or four, well, yeah, three or four or so up there, uh, a couple of which are just my ones to get get us rolling. Um, But um, hopefully there aren't too many accidents posted, Uh, although, of course, uh, I have put a link up there to the YouTube one of, of Jeff Gardner's uh, beautiful Model X and his road rage incident that happened a year or so ago. And now I sincerely hope that we don't top that because that must have been uh, a very frightening um, situation uh, for him. So uh, let's hope that that's the worst one that gets up there uh, and everything else is dialed back from there. But yeah, any um, any fun and games and shenanigans and it doesn't have to be uh, shocking or anything else, Just anything um, of note we can get up there. Paul, do you happen to know um, whether, I mean, think of you know, politicians who say, I can't comment on this because it's under, um, it's under investigation with the police or th- things like that. Do you happen to know legalities if someone has um, a break into their car, are they allowed to share that video before the problem is resolved with the police? Do you know anything about that? I don't know about the legalities of it. Uh, What we've put in the rules of the group is just to use some judgment. So there's going to be uh, not only illegal activity for break-ins and things, there's going to be illegal road usage uh, captured on the videos. And there's, there's going to be a, a, you know, a, a left and right of how bad that is. So what we've said in there is just use your, use your judgment. If it's really bad, then a, a Facebook page probably isn't the place to post it. Uh, it's uh, with the police and, uh, and the authorities. Uh, and likewise, you know, if it's a serious crash, uh, we probably don't want to be seeing that either. Um, so I would expect that, um, just like a few uh, people have done in the past, is they might comment on a, on the post that this has happened and I'll post the video uh, once I've spoken to the police and things like that. And I think that's a really good way of, of doing it. 
because then if it is something serious and something illegal, then it absolutely should go to the police first. And I think that's what will happen. Yes, and I, I know there's been some comments on the group about those videos. Um, just for listeners to be aware, if you are submitting a road watch complaint, that's an online form, it's known as a uh, sort of an informal complaint and any links to videos aren't watched by the police at that point. In order to, for the videos to be valuable to the police, you have to make a formal complaint, uh, which you do by going into a police station. So um, just be aware of that. Uh, they don't look at any YouTube clips um, attached to a road watch complaint. So um, uh, all good. Now, Paul, as far as getting um, editing these clips, when you've got... Yeah, if you look at your Tesla cam folder, you've got you know a front cam, a, a left cam, a right cam, a rear cam. Um, what's the best way to edit these in order to make it look good on your page? I think it depends on your computer skills, really, and your uh, how much you want to trawl through all of the videos. Because anyone that's looked in that dash cam folder. Uh, in your Tesla USB, we'll see hundreds and hundreds of videos. So um, typically, if you've saved something, they'll be in the last um, sort of batch of videos that have been recorded. So that's a, a good place to start. Um, and you can upload those um, directly uh, to the page if you want or via YouTube. And, and the good thing about YouTube is that there's some video editing stuff within YouTube that you can do. Otherwise, there's also video, video editing um, software on most people's uh, PCs or certainly online. Uh, and it de depends on how much time you want to put into it, really. Um, for those people that are um, artistic, they, you know, they might want to put more effort in. But those people that are engineers like me, it might just be, uh, there you go, that'll do. Uh, the, other, the easiest way, of course, is just to video uh, your screen. Uh, on the Tesla itself, uh, and that way you can just um, you can change the camera angles if you want, and no one will mind a little uh, finger digit poking at the screen uh, while it's happening. Uh, but there's nothing professional about this page whatsoever. So however it gets up there, it doesn't matter. And uh, as long as it's up there and, and um, people are happy, that's fine. Lovely. All right. Well, um, I'll post a link to the group on the episode notes. Um, does it have a friendly, easy name, or is it sort of a mixture of numbers and letters at the moment? It's uh, Tesla New Zealand Dash Cam Adventures. Absolutely, no doubt there'll be links to that already on the Model 3 group and the, um, the Tesla Owners Club uh, pages, I imagine. Yes, I've put a link up on there. And if you're a member of the Model 3 or the Tesla official page, um, you'll come straight in as a member without uh, needing to be approved uh, because everyone's pre-approved on those groups already. That's great. Look, Paul, hey, thank you so much for your work on that. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I know I've got a folder on my desktop of um, unusual videos that I've always recorded and thinking, you know, if it ever comes that the police are interested in this, you know, they complain about something... Then I can say, well, actually, I reported that video. I remember that day. I will uh, supply it. So, yeah, it'd be quite good to have some of those up there. I'm looking forward to contributing. Excellent. They'll, I'm sure there'll be a few older ones uh, coming coming on there, of ones that have got saved and squirreled away just in case. Um, but um, new ones will be good as well. But, yeah, look forward to that. Hey, Paul, thank you very, very much for your time today and uh, contributing to the podcast. 
No problem at all. And uh, thanks very much for doing the podcast. It's awesome. Good on you, Paul. Bye-bye. Cheers. Thanks, Paul, for the chat today. As indicated, I've attached a link to the group in the episode notes. I've also attached a link to the video you referred to from Tony Sieber that contributed to your decision in purchasing a Tesla. Remember, if you haven't spoken with Alex or me yet, we're eager to hear from you and hear what brought you into the Tesla world. We assure you that no one is ever harmed in the production of this podcast. If, however, you're still a little nervous, maybe you could quietly support us in the background with a couple of dollars a month at patreon.com slash Tesla. Thank you to Paul Della and Mark Buckingham for being our latest supporters to join that community. Like all other Patreon community supporters, you now have access to all the future episodes of the podcast from the moment they're edited. To our repeat listeners on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a review. It makes the podcast easier to find for new owners. And until the next episode, remember, keep sharing a friendly wave with all the other EV owners you see out there on the roads.